Welcome to Insurance Town. I'm the Mayor Heath and the host of this podcast. Thank you guys so much for being here today and hanging out with me and my main man, Rob Troob. I had such a good time on this conversation. I can't wait for you to check it out. So I'll get out of the way soon. Before I do, I want to tell you about my good friends over at Smart Choice. They are the fastest growing agency, hands down. You know, if you're looking for a couple of markets or if you're looking for a whole suite of, of markets, they only uh, work off a commission split. And that's only off the markets they bring to the table, not your existing book. So if you're thinking about that, plus on top of that, they're crazy enough that they're going to uh, try to negotiate higher commissions for you and lower premium thresholds so that you can participate in their bonus programs quicker and uh, making you more successful. So pretty cool. Um, you know, also I want to talk to you about friends over at Canopy Connect, your one-click solution to getting those deck pages you need to quote your prospects. They are really killing it uh, right now, and they are on top of their game. And as I've teased you for several weeks now, you will hear a podcast of my man Tolga and Robert coming soon, and I cannot wait for that. So uh, Canopy Connects in full effect. So get uh, get on usecanopy.com backslash Heath. Book a demo. Get your discount. Check it out. The one-click solution to getting all the deck pages you need and loss runs you need to quote and bind and issue your prospects. Dude, you got to check it out. Also, uh, lastly, I'll get into before I let you hear this, co- this conversation with me and Dean, my friends over at Old School Marketing. That's O-L-D-E, schoolmarketing.com. Uh, old School Marketing, this guy, uh, Rusty, is unbelievable. He tells a story a couple weeks ago or months ago on my show to where he took his struggling agency that was on the brink of closing its doors um, to one of the top agencies within uh, his area all by using direct mail marketing, but not your average direct mail marketing. This guy was handwriting the envelopes, handwriting notes, handwriting things to every single one of his customers and his prospects and his people in his community. And then he ended up growing a business of it where he's got employees after employee after employee that sit down and handwrite these things, not a font, an actual handwritten note. So it looks like grandma sent you something in the mail and you're going to open that as soon as you see that. So, um, I think it'd be a great thing for you to check out. If you want to go to oldschoolmarketing.com and uh, use code TOWN10 and get a 10% discount off your first order and probably future orders. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> but check that out. Now I'm going to get out of the way and let you enjoy my conversation with Rob Troob. Rob Troob, my main man. What's going on, brother? How you doing, Heath? Man, I am good. It's late in the day. I just had my cup of coffee. I'm ready to rock and roll now. Uh, you doing all right? I'm doing the same thing you are. I'm I'm slurping down my iced coffee right now because it's it's time to keep working. That's right. <laughs> I always get that two o'clock. Just I'm dead, you know. And I just I have to have it. If I don't, then I'm screwed. Yep. Are you exactly. black coffee or do you put something in it? No, my wife says that I drink girly coffee, so I've got. Oh, okay. Tell drink. me about it. Uh, yeah, it's cream and sugar. I got a little cinnamon dolce Starbucks going. Yeah, bad. you know, cinnamon living dolce. up on the edge. There you go. Yeah, I'm, I'm black coffee all the way, only because I'm fat and I got to lose weight. And so if I if I put all that sugar and creamer in there, then I'm in trouble. And so the older I get, the fatter I get. There's nothing I can do about it. Right? It sucks. Man. I remember I there was a day we could eat like 17. Yeah, we could eat like 17 cheeseburgers and four hot dogs and get up some French fries and not gain a pound. And now I'm like, my I new son-in-law, I watched him drink a half gallon of chocolate milk. I wouldn't would be able to get up. I'm like, dude, like that. You know, I, I need a nap. I, I need yeah, a nap. Exactly. Yeah. So, that's incredible. That is incredible. Well, Hey so man, just man. really appreciate you being, being on the show. Huge fan. Been listening to him. Just you're doing so much for the industry, man. So keep it up. Man, I appreciate that. I do. Uh, and you're in, in Michigan right now, right? Are you in Detroit right now? Detroit, Michigan. Yep. Okay. So when I think of Detroit, I, I think nothing good, but there's got to be some good stuff there in Detroit. Is it, is there some, give me some positives of Detroit. Absolutely. It's, it's booming right now. There's so many cool things going on. Um, 
you know, Dan Gilbert, who is, you know, rocket mortgage and, and, and owner of the Cavs, he's doing a ton. Um, Penske and those guys are doing a lot for the, for the, uh, for the area of uh, the cotton family has done a ton. Um, people don't realize that the amount of technology that's here. So Google's second largest office globally is in Ann Arbor. Man, always just think of like the hardworking, like, uh, auto people and like having all that kind of stuff going on with the, the Ford and whatever else is there. I don't ever think about technology there. I think of more of like your blue collar too. Huge. Like what, what Ford's doing for technology in downtown Detroit, part of town called Corktown, like the old icon of the, of the old train station that used to be completely derelict. They've put in hundreds of millions of dollars into refurbing the old central central station and now that's their mobility hub. It's there's a lot going on. It's bumping here. That's <clears> awesome. <throat> yeah, because I my wife and I I don't know if you ever watched this. I don't know if you're a TV guy or not, but uh, back in the day when we first started dating, I guess maybe we were watching a show called Justified um, with um, Timothy Oliphant. Now they've released another second iteration of it, and it's it based in Detroit. Um, and so, but what they show is what you think of Detroit, or what I've always thought of Detroit, and it's like thugs and the gangs and the Whatever. Now, full transparency, Heath. <clears throat> I I'm an insurance customer, and I just wrapped up today. My my car got stolen three weeks ago in front of my house. <laughs> so so you're helping my my side of the story here. So, but I live in a nice community, right? I mean, come on, it's not bad. I mean, it's not like I have to walk around with a Glock and a and a bulletproof vest on. I mean, it's. I hear you. I hear you. I love. And we're on the way you know, So. Say what? I said, and we're we're right next to the to Lake St. Clair, which is the heart of the Great Lakes. That's what I hear, and so I've never been, and I've been dying to go because I've got some friends that live at like Kalamazoo. Is that a thing? Yes, the other side of the state, Detroit's yeah. east side. So you always do the hand, right? So you got yeah. Detroit over here, you got Grand Rapids, you got Kalamazoo. Um, if you're from West Virginia, it's this, but that's nice <laughs> well. He, he, my friends that are from Michigan always tell me how pretty how pretty it is, but I always just go straight to you know, the bad things in my mind, but I'm glad that people are starting to break that down for me. And I don't feel that way anymore. When I first moved to Little Rock in like 94, 95, which again, I'm old. They had this whole HBO special gang banging in Little Rock that came out. And like, I was like, really dad, you're moving me to a city that just had a special called gang banging Little Rock. But again, I don't have to carry a Glock and I don't have to, you know, have my metal Kevlar vest on or anything. I'm, I'm good. So, um, so are you, are you a sports guy? Are you, into big hockey guy um okay. i'm pretty hockey guy um it's actually cool to be a lions fan now right i mean they actually yeah. had wins this past season they did in the past 20 years or something yeah stupid. um <clears throat> not a basketball for Barry, and that's it exactly right but now they've, i mean the new coach awesome dude like i've i what he's doing from a philanthropy standpoint too um you can see why his players, why the players respect him. He's doing some really cool stuff at the hospitals and some of the kids and some of the yeah. community. So, and the yeah. and the Lions are still owned by the Ford family, so that's kind of cool too. That is very cool. Um, and then, <laughs> what is it? The, the Red Wings is that the hockey team? Yes, the Red Wings. <laughs> that is that is something you guys can be proud of. There, you guys do your hockey well. Uh, so I'll give you that one there. Um, yep. Oh. And then we have the Tiggers, which yeah. really like, and the. And the missing a few pistons, um, you know, not hitting on all all cylinders there. Y'all still have Blake Griffin? No, he left, right? No, is I, he there? I, okay. I literally watch this much basketball. That would be a right? zero. <laughs> I don't even know. Uh, anyway, uh, all I think of is Isaiah Thomas um, and Joe so, Dumars, old school. But anyway, all right. So, uh, I just I've been fascinated with Detroit, so I had to get into that some a little bit with you. But uh, I have you over. Yeah, I'd love to. Um, and so I do want to give the audience a little background on who you are. So, okay. Rob, why don't you take a walk down memory lane with me and let's talk about, you know, your past. Take me back as far as you want to. Lead me up to today. But let's not be boring. I'm not going to be boring. I'm going to talk kind of fast. Um, been in the insurance space for almost 20 years. Um, started out with a, on the marketing agency side, working with some local carriers, um, some of everybody's favorites. So auto owners, Frank and uh, Muth Insurance, Michigan Millers, do, helping them with lead gen and growth and <clears throat> promotional items and that kind of stuff. Um, fast forward, <clears throat> I got to, uh, got to, had a client at the time was Acrisure. 
So the when I joined Acrisure, when they were a client, they had eight agencies. They were doing about 25 million in revenue. This is like 15 years ago. Um, and then I joined them full time as their executive director of marketing communications and strategy, chief marketing officer. And uh, when I joined them, they were uh, 25 agencies, 125 million in revenue. And when I left three years later, they were 150 agencies and over a billion in revenue. So I got to ride the unicorn, which was fantastic. Um, left there <clears throat> mostly by choice, not. Um, so did a buyout, uh, management team flipped over. Um, I couldn't say the word for insurance for two years um, because of the, the lawyers. Everybody loves those guys. And uh, fast forward a little bit, went into some neuroscience stuff and, and marketing, got to run some huge ad budgets and learned a lot about social media and Google ads. Um, then went into a commercial finance company. So we were actually doing uh, finance and factoring, invoice factoring and fuel cards for trucking. Started an agency there, um, grew that agency to over 15 million in premium in a year. Um, which was pretty cool. And uh, my partner decided he was going to get into cannabis. I wasn't going to do that because I look terrible in orange um, and uh, and left. So um, fast forward, um, it's now you know just post-pandemic and Strategy Simple, which is my company now. I'm working with agencies, helping them grow. Because when I was at Acrisure, I was the organic growth guy. So I was working with, the, with Greg and Stan Jablonowski and Ricky and those guys to to really lead organic growth at Acrisure. So that was my charge. And we had a lot of fun doing it. And I learned how to grow agencies pretty fast because to help them hit, uh, hit earn out as fast as possible. So when you say organic growth, plus thank, thank you very much. I followed all that and it's hard for me to hear <laughs> fast talkers. So I followed that. So I know the audience did, but when you talk about organic growth guy, uh, what does that look like? Like from a day-to-day -day standpoint, like when you would go into an agency so anything you can share on that, like what are some high level principles you could share of what is that? What is organic growth? So organic growth, right? And, and that's a term that's just absolutely beaten to death by our it industry. It sure is. And digital transformation, two of my least favorites. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but organic growth is just non-acquisition based growth, right? How can you grow your agency sure. organically? You're not going to buy anybody. And, you know, there's only three ways you can grow, right? You can increase prices. Well, that the carriers typically manage that. We're we'll not going to yeah. charge. Um, you can <clears throat> increase new business, right? So you can go out and get net new policies, or you can, you know, increase the customers that you already have. So cross selling up upsells and cross sells, yeah. Or and what I was always doing was reactivation. Go after the clients that you lost through attrition, pricing, whatever reason. Um, and we all have, you know, a retention rate issue. Excuse me. Um, so that's that's what we did. So it was really net new clients and in quite in full transparency, reactivation of past clients. Yeah, that's one of the things that as I talk to agencies and, and talk to clients in, in my own world, and that is, you know, those um, you know, reactivation as you call it, and, and bringing some of those back that have that have left the agency and or the dead files, so to speak, or the whatever you want to call those you know, orphan policies. There's a lot of different words you can use for them in the agency. And a lot of people are like, oh, it, it's like one of the most simple things is to go back to the name of your company. But it's one of those things, it's like, it's so simple, people just overlook it. And it's like- Well, really, and it takes it just, Yeah. It's, you know, and look, one thing that I, the reason that I'm attracted to insurance, right, is I like yeah. to help. And I look at our industry, why more kids that are all these, you know, environmentally conscious and people conscious- <laughs> right. people, not getting into insurance, it baffles the hell out of me. But, um, you sure. know, I like to help people. And that's what attracted me to insurance. And, you know, when you get into an agency and you're knee deep and trying to just get your, you know, your doors opened at 8 a.m. and to be out of there before your kids go to bed, yeah. right? It's hard yeah. to get stuff done. And it's, it's a lot of technological challenges and you get social media and technology overwhelmed. And yep. you've got your own stuff to deal with, let alone trying to learn how to be, you know, a, a pay-per-click maven or how to do, you know, Facebook ads. And it's like, no, I don't have, nobody's got time for that. Well, that's what we have time to do. I mean, that's what I do. So, okay. you know, that's what we do. That's the organic growth side. Okay. So uh, when, okay. So talk to me, okay. For agency owners that are listening right now and they're at that place, especially at a hard market right now, you know, and, and rates are through the roof. 
And there's <clears throat> curious, I just heard not too long ago about farmers pulling out of the state of Florida. Hippo just stopped writing all new business and just left and right. You see these, these issues. What, what are you, you know, what's advice that you would give them right now as far as organic growth goes, or do you tell them ride the wave and take the back pocket money while the rates are going up on their own? Well, so here's what I'll tell you about that, right? And and I'm gonna I'm gonna segue this into kind of the, an overview of the data platform that we've got, which is called Simple Audience. Um, everybody's shopping right now because the rates are so, because the market is so hard. Rates are going up, right? I look my my homeowners rates just went up two hundred and seventy five dollars, right? Just out of the blue, twenty five percent. There you go. Woo. Um, you know, so everybody's shopping. So if you have, from a reactivation standpoint, orphan file, whatever you want to call, win back, you know, if you had them as a client before and they left, you've got a reason to call them back now, right? As long as they weren't terrible clients, we've all had clients that we wanted to fire, right? Let's be honest. Um, but if if you wouldn't mind having them back and it's not just a revenue grab, reach out to them because I guarantee you, if you took good care of them before and they left because of price or whatever, they're going to talk to you. So it's an opportunity to get the back pocket money now because rates are going up, but man, it's a, it's an opportunity to do a land grab too. Yeah, I think you're right. And I think, you know, even if you would set a a process of once an agency, let's say they do leave you for somebody else and you were to reach out to them 30 days later, Hey, what, I saw that you left. What can we do different? What could we have done better? Things of that nature. And you're going to still be in the top of their mind. And then, you know, if you stay in on top of them, stay in front of them, create some sort of drip campaign, whatever it might be. And if you reach out to them, I had this happen several times in agencies I've worked with. 30 days out, you reach out to them, maybe 40 days out, you reach out to them and say, hey, you know, blah, 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 whatever it might be. Right after that, they get their letter from their agent now. And it's like, oh, some bitch, my rate just went up. And I'll just talk to Rob. That's a, a coincidence. I'm going to go back to Rob. He never treated me like this. I haven't heard from him all year long. And now, you know, I've heard from Rob 15 times this year, you know, whatever. My, I just think there's ways you could build the campaign throughout the year that you're going to get them back. Regardless, I think this should be regardless of hard market or soft market. That should be a strategy. Absolutely. And and it's again, there's some tech stuff that you have to do on the front end to get those things set up. You've got to have some tools and some platforms out there. And, and you know, the, the all the you talk to you about some of that tech. What's your advice on some of that tech? What do you think? Yeah, so there's a bunch of them. Right. So, I mean, we've got a platform that we call RevSpring. Um, you know, agency revolution, great technology yeah, platform. Joel's Wicker's doing a really good job of promoting the industry. Um, you know, you've got Zywave. You know, Zywave is, I'll tell you, I mean, I, I use Zywave in my agency and I used it well. I mean, if you use their tools, like the broker briefcase stuff and the risk management tools that are in there, it's it's hard to yeah. fail, right? Um, but, you know, look, you can use MailChimp. You can use, you know, constant. I hate constant contact, but it does work, right? You have, yeah. but you have to build the content. For but it. you're throwing out names people know of, though, at least some names that people have heard of, so they can start thinking, who's their competition? Who do I like? If you don't like constant contact, find another one. MailChimp's a good find one. Find another too. one. MailChimp, you know, uh, there's a bunch of them. Yeah. Um, and and I tell everybody, you've got to have some level of a CRM, right? So if you can get something oh, yeah. that's high into your agency management system or where you can, you know, download the files and look like Applied Epic doesn't integrate with anybody because they're Applied Epic. Um, and that's what I had agency in Agency Zoom, though. Um, agency Zoom. That Agency Zoom does. Um, they do Easy Links. Job. Easy Links, yeah. actually. You know, I think they're they're owned by Applied now. But they, are. Um, but they integrate with a lot. I mean, I'll say that and their Turbo Rate, their Raider tool, awesome. Right. But get it so that you can you can market to your customers on a regular basis. Right. Set it up so the drip campaigns are there. Um, you know, when you look at at Levitate or, you know, mine, RevSpring or uh, Agency Zoom or some of those tools of uh, uh, InsureMind or InsureMind. InsureMind. Yeah. They're all doing some really cool stuff. Right. And they've got integrations with with Twilio. So you can send, you know, text messages. They've got, you know, some of the tools like mine's got a, a voicemail drop campaign where you can do ringless voicemails. You can put in all those automations. Now, again, full transparency, Heath, the automations and stuff, that, it's hard, right? I mean, you've got to know what you're doing. Oh yeah. Um, but, you know, we've got, and I can, and I know that like insured mine and Levitate and those guys, they've got some really cool technology that if you're, if you want turnkey, there's a lot of us out there that can do it. Yeah. And I, but I think what you're talking about is I, I think that I feel like is part of the issue out there in the, in the, uh, the agency world, because there is a, a an 80, 20, in my opinion, 
there's a 20% that get what you're talking about. They're going to go out there and they're going to do those things. But then there's that 80% that won't just because it's hard or because it costs money or because it's going to take some effort. And I think if you want to separate yourself from that 80%, you need to slide over that 20% and start adopting some of those things, start getting into the technology. Not necessarily it's shiny object syndrome, but I think you should at least, you know, start getting into some of those things because if you don't, you're going to be left behind. Absolutely. And, you know, it's funny because I'm, uh, I get to present at uh, Minnesota PIA and I'm doing one on using virtual assistants and AI to kind of the next yeah. gen insurance. It's going to yeah. be cool. Looking really forward yeah, to it. Yeah, dude. So Greg Sather, if you're listening, thanks for the, uh, for the, for the coaching to get that project done. Um, Heck yeah, dude. I love that guy. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, you know, I'm going to, if I can, I'm going to take a little bit of a diversion here. Right. So when I was helping with organic growth, yeah. The reason they wanted to do that was my job was to help them hit earn out as fast as possible. How can you hit earn out as fast as possible, right? If it was easy, everybody would do it, right? So if, if organic growth, getting net new clients or just pure revenue growth was easy, well, then everybody would be flocking. Industry would be harder than it is. But, you know, if you go in and do those things, <clears throat> the money's there. And the money, whether you're selling your agency and you're trying to hit earn out, whether you're just, if you're staying independent and you want a bigger a bigger bonus to pay yourself at the end of the year, this is how you're going to do it. And this is how you can hit that three X five X multiple on what your return was going to be. Right. I mean, there's the whole thing that if you can retain a 5% loss of clients will mean a 15 to 20% hit to profits. What? Right. So if you can stem that and turn that around and go net new revenue growth, it's, it's huge. Right. So when you, when you step into that, Again, earn out or your own bonus or whatever, focus on revenue growth, right? Get it up there because the revenue, look, the great thing about our industry is, is unless you're not paying attention to your numbers and managing your agency, you know, we can be pretty profitable, right? The money is there, you know, EBITDA, everybody talks about EBITDA, you know, what is your gross profit? Yeah. And and just be, you know, mind the pennies and nickels, but also don't ignore the dollars because that's where the money's going to be. What's going on, gentlemen? Summer is in full swing, and it's time to keep that energy high and vibes even higher. Whether you're hitting the beach or owning the barbecue scene or just enjoying the sun, Manscaped is here to keep you looking good and feeling your best. Introducing Manscaped, your ultimate grooming companion for August and beyond. Fall's coming eventually, guys. Uh, I know it's 110 right now, but it's coming. And with the lawnmower trimmer at your side, you can tame the most unruly hairs with precision and ease. Say goodbye to the wild jungle and hello to the clean, confident you. Worried about the heat and humidity? We've got you covered. Our crop preserver? Fall deodorant is like air conditioning for your nether regions. <laughs> Keeping you cool, dry, and ready for any adventure. Hey, uh, ready to take it to the next level. Manscaped has your back. Uh, for my listeners, for my citizens, They've given me the code mayor to get you 20% off plus free shipping. That's 20% off plus free shipping. Now, uh, if you don't check that out, manscaped, M-A-N-S-C-A-P-E-D.com, and scroll down at the checkout, put in the code mayor, then uh, you're missing out. Lastly, I'll tell you the Crop Reviver Cologne is your ticket to refreshing boost wherever you need it. Just a spritz and you're good to go whether you're headed to the last-minute pool party or sealing the deal at a business meeting. Make sure you go to manscaped.com. Also, guys, let's talk about good friends at CoverDesk. CoverDesk is a, an amazing company to work with if you're looking to hire, if you're looking for staff, if you're looking for a VA, and if you're dipping your toe in the VA waters, give a call to my friends over at CoverDesk. They're going to educate you. They were the OGs that came out doing this a long time ago, and there's a lot of them now. Uh, there's a lot of great VA, VE, and VP, and V whatever companies out there. Um, but Andy and his team, they're the OGs. Uh, they've been around a long time. They know what they're doing. Andy's an agency owner himself, so he knows how to train these people in our space and in our uh, ecosystem. And he's made it to where it's easy for them to become a part of your team. Hire a VA from CoverDesk, and uh, it'll be a game changer for your agency. Uh, go to coverdesk.com 
And whether you need one uh, VA or two, or you can get a whole team of VAs to help you with quoting. And especially in this hard market, when everybody's wanting to be shopped and everybody's looking for this and that, you can be prepared with CoverDesk Direct. Find out uh, more by going to CoverDesk.com and tell them the mayor sent you. Hoping to have that guy to come interview with me soon as well. Andy, I'm calling you out, brother. Now let's get back to the show. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And I, I think there's a lot of people listening that get what you're, again, get what you're talking about. And there's some of those that are like, okay, so where do I start? I mean, where do I even begin, you know, with some of this? I know you talked about there's technologies, there's this, and there's win back campaigns. But what about the agencies that just, you know, um, want to start adding to maybe it's that net new? You know, obviously there's prospecting and there's some of that kind of stuff, but what else do you see as far as, you know, some advice you could give on just net new that you guys were doing or you could just give advice on? Yeah. So net new, um, obviously, especially with the hard market that we're in right now, you know, we talked about win back, but people are also shopping, right? So you've got to get your name out there. So yeah. Especially post COVID, you know, we're and we're dealing with a lot of stuff, right? I mean, there's there's the talent shortage. You no, know, nobody can hire any producers. But but if you talk to the guys at Kaplan and the other groups, you know, they're they're issuing more insurance licenses than they ever have. So yeah. something's disconnecting there. I don't understand what it is. Um, but if you're going to go after net new, you've got to be where the customers are. Well, all you have to do is drive around, walk around the mall, the store, the park, whatever, and dude, what are people doing? Yeah, they're doom scrolling on their phone, right? Everybody's on the mobile device. So you've got to be able to market to where people are. If you're still advertising in the phone book, you've got an issue, right? Um, but there's some stuff that you can do. Like we, we've got a data as a service platform. It's called Simple Audience. And it's in its identity resolution. And I think this is kind of where things are going to go. It's, it's proprietary to us and it's a little creepy, but um, it uses IP resolution. It uses cookie resolution. Cookies are not dead. They're not going away. Google and Apple can say what they want, but they still use them. Um, and then it uses what's called the MAID, which is the mobile address ID on your phone, your tablet. And we sync all those together. And then we merge it with the public records database. And what that allows me to do is as people surf around on the internet and they search for best auto insurance rates near me, best auto insurance rates, Gross Point, Michigan, or Little Rock, Arkansas, or the zip code, or all these different things, we can actually collect the data from the people that are searching and they never have to hit my site or fill out a form. This isn't somebody, you know, looking at the weather app and seeing get a cheap insurance or quote with 5,000 other agents that are going to call everybody. I'll do that just for fun now, by the way, I'll, I'll yeah. click the thing and give me an insurance quote. And then I keep track. The most I've ever gotten in one day was 19 phone calls from 19 different agencies from that one form fill. Wow. <laughs> blow my brains out it was, it was an experiment um but what yeah. we do is we we collect that data and then you market to them so yeah. you can target them on social media right so if you've got a client list of your past clients and you've got their email addresses load it up and do what's called a custom audience and that's basically telling facebook or any of the social medias look go after these people not a look like that's a different thing a custom audience is a customer list right a look like that's telling Google or Google or Facebook or TikTok, hey, go find more people like these guys. And we'll do that later. But right now, I need you to we show want my specifically app. those people. Correct. So we take the information of the people searching. And I'm like, I'm working with an agency um, in Chicagoland, and we're getting on average between 80 and 200 contacts a day for auto insurance and the same for homeowners insurance of people that are searching. Well, we're targeting on, on Facebook. And Instagram, we're yeah. sending them emails. And then if they connect, I can send them text messages, right? And we're getting response rate. I mean, it's significant. It's more than paying for the for the campaign. And then we're also doing reactivation. And the trick with reactivation is, is you've got to give them a reason to come back. Just because you're, you know, incredibly yeah. funny and good looking and, and you have a, a nice office, nobody cares. So come up with an incentive, right? What's what's the federal limit as far as what you can use to, as a gift to give people? It's 25 bucks still, right? Yeah, as I, far think, as so. right? I think each state's a little different, but yeah. But 25 bucks is like the general rule. And, and there's, yeah. I don't know of any, you know, swag police that, that come after you if it's $30, but, you know, don't break yeah. the law. Very clear. Um, but man, use your co-op dollars. 
right? Come up with something 100%. cool, right? Yeah. Use get a get an umbrella, get a, you know golf towels, get whatever it is. Yeah. Um, the hottest thing that I've seen right now are these women's purse hooks that they can put on the table. Everybody's going out to the restaurants again. They don't want their purse on the ground. You get your logo on the top, and uh, these women love the purse hooks. They're they're like seven dollars, ten dollars. Wow! You got your logo on top of it, and it's sitting on top of the yeah. table. So your logo is in front of all of her girlfriends. Yeah, I haven't seen right? purse hooks. But, I mean, I haven't thought about that before. That's a good one. Um, but yeah, so you incentivize them to come back. Um, yeah, and use your co-op dollars. So put, you know, if you've got, if you're a an auto owners agency or a progressive agency or a you know state auto, it doesn't yeah. matter. Use your co-op dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you get them back, uh, and and once you do get them back, uh, then you could even do a referral campaign of like, hey, once we get you back, I yep. think you got to you got to play off of that too. And then the other thing that I think is probably the lowest hanging fruit from almost every agency that, and I've done, I'm actually in the process, I'm working on a study with a group right now um, about Google reviews, right? Yeah. And so many agencies just don't, you know, yeah, they may have claimed it, but they don't have anything up there. They're not posting any yeah. content to their Google review, to their Google yeah. profile. If look, <laughs> if, if somebody says something, oh, let me Google it, right? It's not even let me search it anymore. So yeah. if you're not going up in the Google review in the Google top three, and it's now in the top three for the first section, and then you scroll, and then there's another group, and you scroll, and it's another group. It used to be on pages. You had to click the next page. But <clears throat> you've got to be in that really that first 10 of the of the shown profiles, right? Because people will surf like two or three pages. So you've got to be there. And the only way you can get there is reviews. Yeah. You've got to have reviews. So that's one of the things that we made sure that when we were looking at the CRM that we were going to offer that's now RevSpring, you had to have literally a one-click button to get and request a review from a client. And you can literally click the button and it sends yep. them the link to your Google review and it says, hey, do this. And as long as you tell them beforehand and it's any interaction, hey, you know, you, you, we, we renewed your policy, you're a new client, I had a call with you, I had a claim, whatever it is, man, get those reviews because you'll see the ones and there are some agencies that are doing it right. There's there's a bunch of agencies yeah. that right. No, but you're if right. You want and then the number one thing, that's it. Yeah, and then you know, don't be afraid to post that review if you can. You know, and to say, hey, we got a new review. Thank you so much, Rob, for sending us a review. Respond to the reviews, absolutely. Yep. Yeah, and, and then people are going, oh, I need to go see them, or oh, I need to post a review, whatever it might be. Uh, okay, so. Let me before I let you go wild into your thing. I want to ask one more. Okay, so as far as growth for agencies, we've talked net new. We've talked about that kind of thing. Can I flip it to the other side of that? As we talk about the hard market and we're talking about renewals, we're talking about now we're talking about our own book of business. Let's say I'm agency owner again, which I don't want to go back to that world, and neither do you. But let's say that you know we had Troub and Sharon agency, and our book now is being affected, and we got our own clients that are getting. 10, 15, 20% rate increases. What are we telling people how to protect that and, and how to grow their agency from that perspective? Obviously, you can keep on but you got to be out in front of it. You've got to let everybody know. You got to be communicating. So if you're not using email marketing and text message marketing, for God's sakes, turn it on, right? Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. And just get out in front of it. You just got to say, hey, guys, everybody's getting rate increases. Ask your neighbors, they'll tell you, right? We, we hate to do it. We're not in control of it, right? And and there's, look, there's a ton of insurance fraud and everything else that's been going on for years. And now it's catching up. Our industry was, was you know, able to do a lot of things and now it's just caught up. Yeah, I uh, I was talking to, uh, shout out to my friend, Mike Fusco in uh, California. And he was telling me, I mean, I, I love the hard market. Like I am loving this right now. And there's a small faction right now and it's growing of agencies that, do love the hard market because they're positioned right. They've done the right things and they're keeping these. And just by keeping just a hundred percent of your clients, you're getting a 25, 20% bump in your bottom line or your top yep. line or both. Yeah. And what I would say to that is, is, I mean, there's, there's some markets that are just getting just destroyed, right? I mean, you go along sure. the coastline in Texas, you go around to Florida, Alabama, Mississippi, you know, and some of the markets, I mean, they just, they can't bear it. I mean, the, 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 First of all, you're going to have to go to, to flood insurance from the government, which that always pays great. Right. Um, but, you know, those markets, okay, they're not not fan to be in a hard market like that, right? When you have carriers. Yeah, like, no, I get that. I was just talking about from a rate perspective. And those oh, a lot of agencies that are stuff? scared to death and they're like, right. oh, I can't handle it because they're not positioned right. 
and because they're not ahead of it. But those that have done it right and those good agencies out there that are prepared and that have prepared their clients through education, yep. then they do love a hard market because they can keep those clients and take that. That's that back pocket profits you're talking about. And then because they're in, like, oh, you know what I knew? Yeah, my rates went up, but my agents explained to me why. That's all it is. Explain exactly. why. Yep. And if you let them know when you write them the first time, hey, your rates may go up next year, but we're prepared for that. If something happens, da, 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 um, and you let them know, then when it does go up, you know what Rob did tell me when we wrote this, it may go up, you know, with the cost of, you know, labor or the cost of this or the cost of that, or, you know, um, these are those things going on. This might happen. Be prepared for that. Um, I, I think you, you're positioning yourself the right way. There's a reason why the department that I was always in was called marketing and communications, right? If you yeah. communicate with your clients and your, yeah. your market, man, it goes a long way. And that's, yep. and, and again, it's just one of those things that it's one more thing to do on your list, right? And that's the challenge. But the agencies that are stable, the agencies that are, that have grown consistently, you know, hopefully you guys are listening and the other guys that have always gone, how do they do that? They're out in front of it, right? I mean, they're just, they're just out in front of it. They're out in front of it. That's the big thing. You're exactly right. Uh, and so uh, all that being said, you know, I, I think uh, it still is a little bit of a, a rocky and shaky time for our industry right now. But at the same time, I don't think, you know, people that are worried like, oh, we're all going to go away and the independent or the insurance agency world's going away. I don't think it's ever going to go away. You know, we're not going to no. be taken over. We're not going to be shut down. Everything's going to be okay. It's just a hard market. And we've never seen a hard market cycle this long. And I think it's going to be another probably eight or 10 months before it's over at that point. I don't think it's ever going to be a truly be over, but I think it's not going to go back. No, tell me one, tell me one carrier group that's saying, you know what, we're going to do this and I'm going to lower our prices. Like, exactly. No, no, we got losses to make up, man. We're in the new norm. Yep. We'll go back to post pandemic so, or pandemic. Yeah. Cause look, if we hit, if we hit deflation, there's a whole nother set of issues, right? If, if people start losing value, then that's, you know, we'll, we'll be back in the 2008 world when, you know, housing prices crash and all the other craziness happened. Right. But, you know, I, I'll say I won't say never. Right. I mean, but there's I can't remember what the guy's name was, but he always talked about the markets that required complexity or that were that were core, com, you know, complex yeah. at their core are very hard to automate. Right. You can. Sure, we can use AI to do some level of underwriting, right? You can you can really get ChatGPT to help you with your underwriting at this point. Now that's generative AI. That's not machine learning AI. It's generative, so it'll kick stuff out, and sometimes it's right and sometimes it's wrong. Sure. But there are some pretty cool AI tools that, yeah, they're going to have an impact on the insurance world. But usually, what people forget is that for every new technology, new support things come up for it. Right. So just because one piece goes away, it doesn't mean that millions of jobs are lost and they're not going to be replaced with new jobs. There's sure. always going to be something more that, you know, until we become the the power meat sacks of the of the machines that we've created. Right. Um, that's not going to happen anytime. I'll predict it now. It's not going to happen in our lifetime. I hope. <laughs> right. No, I'm with you. Uh, I, I do think that. And I don't know. Yeah, never is probably too strong a word, but I do think we're in a long, long, long hard market. And I don't think we're going to go back to where it was. So it may soften, so to speak, but I don't think we're going back to where it was. I don't think there's somebody big enough to be a disruptor to disrupt where we're at now. I just don't think so. Um, you know, used to in the past, you'd have a couple of new carriers who would come in and try to buy up market share and whatnot. I don't think there's anybody big enough, a gorilla big enough to come in and disrupt the market we're in. You know, I look at Amazon, I look at Google, I look at, you know, Elon Musk and whatever, you know, his company is for all the companies that he's got. But, yeah. you know, for because of what it is, and if you look at, just look at the agency space, right? And everybody's like, oh my God, you know, the the Acrishers and the Assured Partners and the Hubs and the Marshes and all those, they're buying everybody up. Well, guess what? I can tell you from firsthand experience, people leave those agencies yeah. and then they, what do they do? They go into a startup. Yeah. Right. And I've met some guys that have done that successfully, like multiple times. Yeah. And sell to another one and they sell to another one. Right. So, you know, I think that's and I can speak specifically and I'll say North America. Right. Because I've got some really good entrepreneurial friends in Canada. Um, you know, we're in an entrepreneurial society. Right. We're a capitalist yeah. society. And yeah. if you look at it that way, if you're a good human, 
and you truly want to do good things for other humans, you can usually be successful. Yeah, no, I, I would agree. And so I, I think uh, there's a whole lot I could I could unpack on that. <laughs> we don't have enough time on so much of this, but uh, we're drinking the wrong thing to be able to do that right now. Exactly. Uh, just, yeah. Not conversation. Yeah, agreed. So now, you know, you you've you've dropped you know a few times in here um, some technology that you guys have that uh, is specific to your companies. Um, and I'd love to hear a little bit more about that. And so, you know, as far as do you have a tool out there you mentioned that could help with lead lead gen? Is that what you mentioned? Yeah, absolutely. So Simple Audience um, is our platform that helps you generate data, right? So it's going to be contacts, lead information. We're able to get, you know, name, email address, phone number, what's called a Shade 256, which is a hashed email to be able to drop it into social media um, you get some level of basic underwriting, you get credits, uh, credit rating, you'll get household income, you'll get net worth, you'll get some really good data and, and you can segment that data. So if you're like, Hey man, I want to do homeowners and auto insurance for only households that are above $75,000 a year. Okay. Let's get some contacts and let's make that your target market. You know, other people are doing stuff with, with Medicare and they're like, Hey, I want to go after the DSNP guys. I want to go after the people that are on Medicaid. And, and that's the market that I want to go after. Awesome. There's plenty of market for everybody. And we built Simple Audience so that we can drop it into the Rev, into RevSpring, right? So RevSpring is our CRM platform. It's a white-labeled version of a very large platform. And I chose it because of the support levels that are there. Um, and what we do is we put together a turnkey package, right? So we'll say, okay, if we're working in the Little Rock market, you get five to eight zip codes in, in your market. That's going to be your territory. And we, nobody else gets that territory. You're the only agent that gets it. We go in, we pull the data on a daily basis. We're dropping it into RevSpring so that it's there. And then we're helping build out with a, three clicks that you can actually run the Facebook ads and launch those ads for both net new business oh, and wow. reactivation campaigns. And then we set up you know, the SMS tool and the uh, Google review tool and everything else. So it's all built in. And then where possible, we tie it straight in with a with a Zapier or one of those tools right into your AMS, right? So we can actually tie it in so that that data is there. And so either your AMS is pushing data into it that we want those contacts, or when somebody converts and they want to quote, then they go into your AMS. So we tried to make it as really as simple and as turnkey as you could, right? I mean, because... Again, I don't know of any agent says, hey, we are so overstaffed. We all have plenty of time to do whatever we need to do. No, said no one ever, right? So that's our platform. That's what we're trying to do, right? And then, you know, we're also helping launch some some, some training and uh, leadership training for both producers, CSRs, and uh, executive leadership as well. So we're partnered with a group called Corporate Visions, um, which I've been working with for 13 years. And then I'm right on the edge of signing with another group that I think is going to be awesome for the independent agents, especially the personal lines guys. I'm so excited about it. Can't say anything about it right now. Cause I don't want to, it's yeah, not yeah. Ink yet, but it's coming soon. So tell me a little bit, um, you know, you've told me about that. You've mentioned RevSpring. What is, you know, this, this company that you've built post Acrisure and post some of those other things, what is it? And if, if people wanted to learn more about it, just, you know, here's a runway for a five or six minute commercial, whatever you want to do. Just tell me a little bit about it and how you got there. All right. So Strategy Simple is the company and it's strategysimple.com. Um, that's my ethos, right? Is we want to be strategic, but you got to keep it simple because complexity will kill every day. Um, you know, we're, we're focused on the professional services space. So I'm working with insurance agencies. I've got a couple of MGAs. I've got, you know, and I'm doing both commercial personal lines. We're doing benefits agencies. Um, I've got some Medicare guys in there as well. Um, life insurance, you know, all that fun stuff. Um, I've got a couple of financial planners. I've got, you know, a couple of medical companies that are doing some interesting things. Um, but basically it's, you know, the whole thing that we focus on is helping you find more clients like your best clients and helping you keep the clients you already have. That's our, that's our motto. And so, you know, you're working, you know, whether you're, like you said, like your PNC or your benefits, what about fi financial planners? Did you mention that too? Absolutely. Financial planners, because of the, 
the regulations and, and the, the oversight that they have to go through to get stuff approved. Um, but, you know, helping them find the information, targeting people that, that you want to get in front of. Um, you know, we're doing some stuff where we're driving people to the webinars, driving people to, to pieces of content for white papers and downloads and that kind of stuff. Um, look, data is, data is a new currency, right? I mean, if you have the more contact, the, what do they always say? Well, what's, what's the biggest value to a producer? It's his book. What is the book? It's just data. It's customer information. That's all it is. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think that's one of those things that, you know, um, you know, you never have, it's almost in the supply of data. Cause even if you don't write them, you've got their data to go back to them later. Or if they leave you, you've still got that customer's data forever going back to where your whole strategy before is. So you're right. That data is like the best currency out there. Yeah. And it doesn't matter whether you're doing digital, whether you want face to face, you know, you know, going back to the whole the whole uh, retention and reactivation piece, right? If you come up with an incentive, either take it to them or have them come into your office, right? So, you know, I'm going to be doing one with another client. We're doing golf umbrellas. They were 20 bucks, right? Yeah. And the, he uses co-op dollars. And, you know, there's a carrier logo on one, on one panel and his logo's on the other. And he's so excited because he knows that he, people are going to want them. And he yeah. gives them a reason to go. And, and, he, and again, he's helping people. It's, you know... Plus the umbrella is the symbol of the insurance industry, whether you want it to be or not. So, right. Oh yeah, <laughs> and you can't help. And it's not it. red because he's not coupling. He's not travelers. So right. No, I. <laughs> but yeah, I get it. Um, and so there's a piece of that too. And I think, you know, I could camp there for a little while too. But I think there's people that um, that have started to feel like they should get away from that kind of marketing. And I think there's still a lot of value in you know that kind of. Go ahead. One of my clients is a data company and yeah. they do uh, executive surveys, right? Yeah. And they offer a gift card for those surveys. And it we're going after CEOs and VPs of marketing and strategy and yeah. underwriters and cyber guys. And, and man, a $50 Amazon gift card. It's amazing the people that'll sign up and give you an hour of their time for $50 gift card, right? They, oh, they, yeah. No matter how much money you guys, make. What's that? No matter, no matter how much money you make, $50 is still a lot of money on Amazon. Yeah. So, you know, so people can say, well, I don't want to be scammy. I don't want to be all that stuff. It's not. It's just, it's the whole concept of reciprocity, right? If you do something for somebody, they usually feel inclined to do something in return for you or they're in debt to you, right? Not in debt in a bad way, but they just owe you something. So by giving an umbrella to allow you to quote them, you're paying them for the opportunity. That's it. Right? Yeah. In a very equal, it's an equal trade. It's not like you're buying clients or anything like that. Agreed. But gifts work. There's a reason why we give gifts when we're dating somebody. There's a reason we give gifts to our kids. There's a reason that our kids give gifts yeah. to us. It's I completely agree. And every time I think of this, I have a little PTSD from back in my college days. I don't know how many credit card debts I racked up because there'd be a guy on campus that'd be like, Free Razorback T-shirt for signing up for a whatever or a free whatever T-shirt, and I yeah. I would rack up, you know, maxed out credit cards over a twelve dollar T-shirt that I just had to have at that time because it was brilliant marketing on their part, and th this was back in the nineties. And so you think about it, fast forwarding now to twenty twenty three, it still works. Yeah. Like I've seen some guys that have tried to do the, oh, well, you know, we'll plant a tree or we'll make a donation, which is still a great way to go. Right. Sure. I mean, and a lot of people want to do that. So, you know, what I would say is test your market. Right. Yeah. If you're in a if you're in a if you're going after professors and people that are working for nonprofits, well, they're going to want the money. But, um, yeah. But, yeah. you know, but if you're in, a, in an ego place, right, if you're listening to this and you're in Boulder, you know, then yeah, plant a tree. If you're in Manhattan, eh, yeah, maybe not. You know, if not you're the guy who's in Montana, right? Montana, they got plenty of trees in Montana. They're okay now. Yep. No, I completely agree with you. And I think even, you know, I've seen some agencies that do like, you know, they don't mention in the front end, you know, of like, if you come back, we'll give you a gift card. But then after they bind, then they'll send them the gift card. And so it's like a surprise gift of like, oh, Thank you for doing business with us. Here's twenty five dollar gift card to Amazon, and it's like that mm -hmm. works just as well too. And then they start telling people, Literally. "Hey, I went back to the Troop Agency and they gave me a twenty five dollar gift card. I had no clue it was coming. It was just bingo." So it's right. it, one of those things that uh, I think you're right. And so, uh, man, I 
I appreciate, uh, I wish I could sit here and talk to you even longer. I go pick up my kids from school here in a minute, <laughs> but, um, anything else like we didn't get to, I want to make sure that I get everything I can. Cause, uh, my wife's been hounding me. I got to talk to Rob true because he's the most greatest guy ever. and so cool and blah, blah, blah. And so, um, you know, and I appreciate you. Nice. She is well, not to me, but I'm just kidding. <laughs> I love her, but. I do. I will say this on my show. It is my show. I can say this and uh, if I'll edit it out if you deny it. But I do appreciate you supporting the PIA. You've mentioned on the show. You spoke at an event that my wife was at. And I'm a huge PIA supporter myself. And so I appreciate you supporting the PIA and speaking. At, I'm speaking at their one of their events next week at PIA of Kansas. And so and I'll be speaking at PIA of Florida uh, at the national event as well. And so and then at the PIA Florida event. So. Yeah, I'm a huge supporter. So thank you for that. And then thank you for supporting my wife and, and uh, being a part of you know her life. And so thank you for that. But anything last minute that you want to say, anything I didn't get to, anything like, damn it, Heath, you forgot to say this, go. Nope. Uh, here's what I'll tell you. Look me up on, on, on any of the socials, right? So it's just Rob Trube, T-R-U-B-E. Um, you'll see me. I'm all over the place. Um, shoot me an email at strategysimple.com. And uh, if you mention this show, if you mention Insurance Town, um, I'll, I'll do a trial of RevSpring and we'll also do a proof of concept on data. So just mention it. If you want to see what it is, you want to get a couple counts for a few days, let's chat about it. I'm, I'm all about helping agencies grow. That's, that's what I love to do. And, and, uh, if I can help you grow and we can all grow together, then that's what's going to make America great, man. Yeah, it will. And, and I appreciate that. I appreciate you joining me. I appreciate you hanging out and hopefully we'll get to get together in person sometime soon. We'll, we'll definitely do that, man. Looking forward to it. Thanks again. Right, brother. Thank you. Uh, I can't say it enough. I appreciate you guys more than you ever know. And I want to continue to put out content. I want to continue to be here for you as long as you'll let me and as long as you're enjoying it. So bring the feedback. Keep coming at me. Uh, thank you for texting me. 501-908-2395. My personal cell. Not a Google number. Not a fake number. Not a a bot number. This is my personal sale that I've had since college. So uh, reach out to me. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks again, guys. I look forward to hanging out with you again next week.